A Woman's View with Amanda Dixon. A look at the news here at home and around the world, all from the perspective of women. Now, Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome to A Woman's View here on KSL News Radio. I have a treat for you this week. Two of my favorite people, Heather Barney, is here, longtime government and communications director, now businesswoman. How are you, Heather? I'm great. It's nice to be with you, Amanda. Thank you for your time. And Susan Spears is with me, the CEO of the Utah Association of CPAs. Susan, it is good to see you. Oh, it's always good to join with you. I don't know where to start this. You know what? Let's just start with what we were talking about before the show began, because I'm really interested in this. And you brought it up to me initially, Heather. We had reported on it on KSL, but I didn't really start to think about it until you suggested it. And this is that the Senate... Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer did away with the dress code this week that required senators to wear business attire on the Senate floor in the U.S. Capitol. And what's being reported is that he did it in deference to his Democratic colleague, Senator John Fetterman, who admittedly has suffered in the last year. I mean, he had a stroke. He's had uh, inpatient treatment for clinical depression. I, I want... I don't want to say anything disrespectful about his position or his challenges, but he likes to wear hoodies. You know, a lot of us do, too. But you you now are allowed to he's allowed to go on the floor and vote looking like he'd be at the beach. There's no requirement now. Staff and outsiders still have to wear appropriate attire, but the senators do not. Heather, I'll start with you. What do you make of that? You worked in the Senate so long. You know, it actually made me sad when I saw the story, and it it frankly made me a little disgusted <laughs> because, you know, we're talking about arguably one of the most deliberative bodies in the, in the world, in our country and in the world, and there has always been a sense of decorum. I mean, we're having enough problems, I think, in our country with respect, with rules, with standards. It's like, whatever feels good, go ahead and do it. You know, that kind of seems to be the mantra lately, and I'm thinking, you know, if we can't get anything done now, how much will this affect it? You know, I, I just think there's something to be said with making yourself look as uh, as presentable and re as respectful as you possibly can, owing the respect to whatever you're doing. You know, I'm, I worked for Senator Orrin Hatch for many, many years, and you never saw him where he wasn't impeccably dressed. And I would say to him over the years, don't you sometimes just feel like putting on some jeans and a t-shirt and, you know, and he would sometimes when he'd be out and about in the state and so forth, but he'd say, you know, my fellow Utahns have elected me to represent them. And I feel like part of that is the way I present myself and the way that I act in my duties as a senator. And I always had to respect that. And, you know, speaking of John Fetterman, you know, you do your heart. I, my heart goes out to anybody with any disabilities or health problems. But immediately when I saw that this week, I thought, you know, we're, we're catering to the lowest common denominator here. Well said. Well said. What, what do you make of this, Susan? I don't know that you can say it any, any better. I mean, my first reaction, too, was that of shock. I thought, we're, we're taking away the decorum of the most important of some of the most important work that goes on in our nation and and in the world well really in the world and the world looks up to us you know so if we can't if we continue to lower the bar 
And now at our congressional level, at, an, at a national standpoint, what does that lead to next? Because we're the leaders. We're, we're the leaders globally. We're the leaders nationally. And what kind of unintended consequences or unintended permissions does that create? And it might seem kind of silly or whatever. Well, what's wrong with wearing a pair of shorts and a hoodie? Or is it going to be our flannel pajama bottoms next or or what? But it is an office of respect. And I honestly kind of raised an eyebrow that it's okay for our senators and representatives to dress however they want, but we're going to still expect our pages and our assistants and everybody else not to. I thought this struck me as odd. Yeah. Right. What do you say then, both of you, to the person from Generation Z or, you know, a young person who says, you all put way too much emphasis on what you wear. I mean, these are the kids that, that you know, graduated from high school online during COVID and have spent years in sweats. And some of them don't see the importance to address code that people in our generation might. Any thoughts on that, Susan? I think I would challenge them to, and say, you know what, let's, let's try it for a week, you know, depending upon whatever it is they're doing. Why don't you put on that shirt or tie or that business casual or whatever and and really think about what happens to your mental status, you know, your ability to have a, a more personal conversation or be a little more professional, a little more empathetic, if you will. I, I know for me personally, I do know that how I dress affects how I operate. I mean, if I'm up on the hill testifying on something, I'm going to be dressed the part because I am doing the people's work and and I wanna be able to put forth that best effort and, rep- and represent well. Um, I don't think for me, my gym shorts or my whatever, that just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, what do you I think about, good. The, about the young people that might push back on this, Heather? You know, they can call me old fashioned and that's okay because I really feel like this is just, it may seem trivial to some, but I think it's pretty indicative of the way society is going right now and the way they're feeling. It's like, whatever feels good, do it, you know? And I feel like rules, standards, decorum, respect are getting lost in the translation sometimes. They're they're going by the wayside and it makes me, it makes me actually frightened for the future of our of our children, our grandchildren, and and just the respect. I, I you know it's it might just be clothing, but it all adds up. You know we talk about social media, we talk about all these things and the way we treat others, and and um, having you know kindness in our hearts. It this is just a little part of the puzzle, but it is part of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. when you re- show respect through what you're wearing, the way you act. It just does something to elevate everyone else around you and the work that you're doing. And they can call me old-fashioned all they want, but I truly believe that that it's going by the wayside and and it it frightens me. I think that you have friends in this group anyway. (laughs) They're on that point, so we're all old-fashioned. Let me take a quick break and I'll be back with more with my wonderful guest this week on A Woman's View on KSL News Radio. Back in a moment. 